La bonita. Hola, mi hermana. ¿Cómo estás? Aquí estamos. Here we are. Here we are. Oh. Once again, bongs and brunch. Bongs and motherfucking brunch. From where today? I'm in Seattle, mate. Living the dream. <laughs> Living the dream between boy boats, girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God, indeed. Do I ever have decisions to make right now? Jesus, okay. tell me about the dick decisions. <laughs> Once again, I'm in this, what, what am I going to do next? But I haven't even talked about what I actually just did after last time when I didn't know what I was going to do. <laughs> so, as everyone has now heard, I have flown to LA <laughs> for some dick. <laughs> I've flown to LA for some dick over the weekend. I rented a car. I drove my ass to Santa Barbara to meet this dick. Now, can I just start by saying 10 out of 10 do the Californian D? The California D. (laughs) Holy shit. Holy shit. And he knows that he knows that I'm going to do a bit of a shout out about his dick on here, and he's pretty excited. Deliver about the it. D. He Perfect. did. He delivered so well. Um, the whole the whole thing. Was good amazing. presentation. The good whole... performance. Great presentation. Great performance. <laughs> I actually told him to present it oh as well. Oh my god! You killed me <laughs> at one point. So, anyways, I get to Santa Barbara. And I watch the sunset and I get to see some dolphins, which who would have thought that was something I was going to see on a Friday evening stroll along the fucking coast. And I am sitting in the room waiting for this man to show up. And doesn't he walk in looking all fucking sexy and shit, wearing the glasses that I told him that I liked And also wearing, like, dress pants and a dress shirt when I knew he was not wearing that on the drive. It's so sexy. And you know how I said, I wonder how long it's going to take from the moment that we see each other till our clothes are off? Well, basically, he told me that he wanted me to wear this red lingerie. So that was already on before he got there. Mind you, I had a hoodie on over it. But it took about four seconds. (laughs) It took about four seconds. But he didn't he didn't whip out the dick right away. Like I literally had to like tell him, like, you need to present the dick now. Like I've been waiting so long. But anyways, I'm not gonna go into too much detail, but fucking amazing. Wow. Ten out of ten do recommend not only California dick, but this guy's dick. Holy shit. (laughs) Shout out to you. Worth yeah, shout out to you, man. Worth every single fucking moment of the quarantine that I may or may not be going back to. Because <laughs> where's life bringing you right. now? Well, I still am not, I'm not completed the story yet. So I was only supposed to see him on Friday night. Ooh, I also had in and out for the first time. And it was amazing. But anyways, <laughs> so I'm supposed to go back to LA on Saturday to go meet my sister. Either way, all this, all my plans went to shit. I ended up hiking the Hollywood sign, though, and watching the oh, sunset in Santa Monica. Did you go to the pier? And then 
Um, I had been to the pier the last time I was there, but I was not too far from it. So the thing is that my stepdad calls me and is like, you're not sleeping in your car in LA, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, I'll get a room in LA then. He's like, you're not getting a room in LA. So if you need to get out of the city, I'm, I'm scared for you there. Blah, blah, blah. Like, your other daughter lives here. You fucking weirdo. <laughs> but anyways, you're not allowed to stay there. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I don't, I'm like, I don't care. I'll just sleep in my car. He's like, no, I'll pay for a room. I was like, okay. So he's like, okay. He's like, you're going to go to Morro Bay. And like, it's getting dark out. I'm like, okay. So like I put in the fucking, I put it in my maps. Do you know how far away? Morro Probably Bay like two is? hours. Fuck Three. off. <laughs> and it's dark out. And like the whole point of doing he's this like, drive. Get out on your way, girl. Get out on your way. Was to do it during the day. So anyways, I'm fucking pissed off and I'm in the car. I'm fucking flying. Then I decide, so I'm like taking, I'm driving along the coast and then my GPS takes me some other way. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So mm-hmm. I follow it. All of a sudden I'm in the middle of a national forest, Los Padres National dude, Forest. Nice. My gaslight turns oh, on. No. Oh, oh my no. God, dude. So I'm driving and I'm like, oh my God, I have no idea where I am. Probably somewhere in the fucking desert. Jesus Christ. <laughs> with no one oh. around. I'm running out of gas. There's like 30 miles left what in my did car. You do? And I pull up to a reservation mm-hmm. and I found a gas station. Oh, thank heavens. Did you have cash oh on you? God. Did they take your money? Uh, I, yeah, no, I put, I paid at the, at oh, the tank okay. and I used my debit okay. card. Because every state is different. Did you know that? Fun fact, guys. Every state is different with the way you pay for your gas. Some people have to have the attendant. Others, you can swipe a card and it has to be a major credit card. Others accept debit and others like, nope, you got to go inside. Hard cash. Also, fun fact on that, my debit card works in certain places, but it doesn't work at other places. Like, I can use my debit card at 7-Elevens and gas stations, but I can't use my debit card at fucking Starbucks or um, what did that I try to buy yesterday? That is so Dairy weird, Queen. isn't it? That's so fucked up. And that happens in, like, every state for me, too. I'm surprised they haven't. I haven't told my bank anything. I'm just like oh, taking no. out money. Like I've gone across all the states <laughs> on the way back. Like, my bank hasn't said anything. Gee, thanks for looking out for yeah, me. Yeah, real secure that is. But I mean, I guess we are in the middle of a pan. I know we're in the middle. Yeah, of why wouldn't they be looking out? They have reason. all the time. Jesus. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, so <laughs> I found a gas station and I ended up making it to the room, which is great. Then the next Why day the I was driving you to go out Fran. there. Just because you got it for you didn't mean you had to go. Well, because so I decided to stop and go see <laughs> 10 out of 10 dick mm-hmm. appointment once again. I want to see him again. So, and he lives in the Bay Area. So I woke up and I drove to San Fran. I woke up at like, I left at nine and I drove to San Fran. Although he gets really mad at me for saying San Fran. Mm-hmm. But I don't. He's like that's very cringeworthy when when tourists say that. Really? Whatever. <laughs> I'll always call it. San I'll call Fran. it SFO. I'll always call it SFO. Oh, he said he says SF or yeah SF or San Francisco. But anyways, so I drove to San Francisco and what a beautiful drive. Ten out of ten. Do recommend the one shit, dude. Oh my god. I'm just sitting in the car by myself, jamming like jamming to music and just like the most disgusting smile on my face. Also, after driving, what I just saw was like almost 1,700 mm-hmm. miles, which is almost 3,000 kilometers. I've learned two things. One, 
I am too old to drive 12 hours Bailey. a day. My body, yeah. my body hurts so I told bad. you to take it slow. And There's going to be shit on the way and you need that shit on the way now. But the thing about taking it slow is I, I have so many hours of daylight during the winter. That's what sucks. True. Anyway, so, and the second thing that I learned is that I really, really enjoy my own company. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. Road trips alone are great. Yo, this was like, I did like across Canada and I'll tell you, like, that was a wonderful time. And I had, I was with someone that I very much loved at the time. And like, it, it was a really great experience, but doing it, doing it alone. And I don't know if it was California because it was different. Like, oh my God, Dude. just this was the best decision I ever made was to come here and to drive it, which I wasn't sure I was going to do at the beginning <laughs> of this trip. I didn't know what I was going to do, but 100% do not, do not regret that. So anyways, I get to San Francisco and I make it to the, um, oh my God, Golden Gate Bridge at Golden Hour. So if I had not left LA when I did, I wouldn't have made it in daylight to San Francisco. Hmm. So. Still would have been nice to approach it and see it in the night. I mean, I was around for the night. I did see, I did see it. But I still, I wanted the Instagram photo, obviously. Bang, we. But, but life tells <laughs> you at times to take things slow. And I know you, you need to jam it all in and you have so many days and stuff like that. But at our age, we appreciate things differently. We should take things slower. I agree. And I wish I could have. Honestly, there's a lot of things you that I didn't just get to see California. that I wish. You should have stayed in California for this one. No, but Portland, mm, I don't know, man. I don't I, I don't regret the way any of it happened. The only thing I do know is that I have to do this again. Bro, I'll be this there. This is not the last this time. This is that- our weekend trips now. Like us going to Oregon and Washington are going to be our weekend trips. What the fuck else do you think we're going to do out there? This is our life. Yo. Because also. This is all like I want to do and it's so accessible once I get there. Dude, Oregon and Washington are fucking insane. Dude, I know. I've, I've been telling you that. Oh my god, I'm coming back, and I have I have a friend in Portland who like I have a couple friends in Portland it's actually. So I had the greatest nice. time in Portland. Dude, I'm gonna take you I, so many nice hikes. There's Tokati Falls. I wish you had a day. Just go. I didn't have time this morning, and I drove as close to Rainier as I could. Oh, but anyways, yeah, I'll, I saw that. Beautiful. Yo, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, um, I went to San Francisco for the night. We got a room. We fucked like crazy. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. Right. The next morning we left. So I'm driving and I'm on my way to Portland. So I drove from San Francisco to fucking Portland. And that was like supposed to be an 11 hour drive, but it took me forever. I think I left at what, eight o'clock in the morning. And I think I got there at nine. Yeah, I think it was 13 hours. But my stupid ass again decides to, I'm like, oh, oh, I drove up to Mount Shasta. Yeah. How Whoa. Dude, I saw it from so far away. I saw it from like b- like before Redding in California. You drove through like, weed, dude. What did you drive through weed? Yes, I did. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> I drove through weed, but the problem is that's weed is where I took my wrong turn. Oh fuck! But I didn't. I didn't. I I consciously took a wrong turn because I was like, I kind of want to see more desert before going back into the Rockies. Like I live Ooh. in Vancouver, I see that kind of stuff. I I want to see the rest of it. So, anyways, a silly bitch. Yeah, so <laughs> I took the other way and went through the desert and I got into Oregon. 
I'm in the middle of nowhere in the forest. And then it's like, okay, I got to go back towards Portland. So I went east instead of going north. Well, I went northeast instead of going just north mm-hmm. or northwest. Like come back and go back west. So I cut through the, I'm cut, I'm in this national forest. I forget which one it's called. Somewhere in, somewhere in Oregon. Literally? Right, but like, uh, yes, that's you where I You did turned. not okay, go through there and Lake. not stop at Crater Lake. I, tur- I made a left turn at Crater Lake and went down that road. So I went through that national park, but I went through a motherfucking storm. Man. So I don't know if you saw like all the snow that happened in this area. Yo, it happened. It was like all over Canada, but we got mostly rain. It wasn't really like it, it was blizzarding at like the, t- the tops of the mountains. Cause I, I drove up, I was like, Oh my God. Level, and then I drove up to like 7,000 feet. Kimberly. above sea level. Oh, dude. I thought I was going to die a few times. Man. I was so scared. I'm like, I cannot see anything in front of me. It's winding roads. And then I'm like, I have this little rental car from Hawaii that, that I rented in California that I'm sure does not have right. winter tires yeah, on it. Yeah, holy shit. I didn't think about that. I didn't get health insurance for the entire trip. It's a super anyway, high so- elevation up there too. But holy crap, is it majestic if you ever get the chance. Where? Crater Lake. I was there. Did you go to the top and see the lake? No, because by the time I got there, it was already dark out. That's what I mean. I fucked up. Yeah, I know. So I was driving in this storm in the pissing rain where I couldn't see anything at Crater Lake. Like, it was all in that area for me to get back to I-5. But anyways, I survived. I got to Portland. I smoked a big blunt as soon as I got to Portland. Naturally. Welcome to Oregon, Thank God you survived. But we have to go back there. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, it was beautiful, and I wish it wasn't dark whenever I was there. Like, I really wish I would have seen that in the daylight. But you know what? It is what it is. I, I did the drive. I made the detour. I shouldn't have done that, but I did. Mm-hmm. It all worked out. Anyways, I get to Portland to my friend's house, and she's so lovely. We made sushi. Like, well, she, her and her girlfriend made sushi. I kind of just watched. <laughs> I made, like, one roll of you sushi, tried. which you was kind of cool. I tried. I had the best eel I've ever yeah. eaten in my life. Yeah, I usually don't like eel, but oh my god, it was insane. And there's octopus. We like actually made octopus, like little baby octopuses. It was, it was fun. Anyways, yesterday we went on a road trip to. Oh, I also have to tell you that I went to a dispensary and bought weed in Oregon because yeah, I had good to. Job. <laughs> I did it, and then we drove to Mount Saint Helens yesterday. But the problem is that it's two hours away from Portland, mm-hmm. and we left at 2 p.m., and there's not much daylight left Bang at that up. point. So we hauled ass, though, and we fucking made it, and we watched the sunset and smoked joints on Mount on, St. Uh, Helens? On, on Mount St. Helens, Baller, man. dude. That's awesome. It was the most beautiful drive ever. Like, as we were going up in elevation, there's you can so see, There's like, so many the- nice places along that route. Oh, I wish I would have taken... I wish I had more time. I really to did. To go all around that fucking volcano is amazing. And going through Rainier is so fucking beautiful. Like, just go look at some of my pictures, man. Yeah, I am coming back 100% because this place is amazing. We're going back. And my hosts, my hosts in Portland were amazing. And I met I met her traveling in Thailand. And really? I just, yeah. So this is another thing. I didn't realize you Actually, everyone that I saw along the way... Is are people that I met in Thailand? Everyone that, that I beautiful? would have met up with, minus my sister, are people that I met in Thailand. It is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I had friends in LA. I was going to go. I was potentially going to go meet up with, 
I met them in Thailand. Uh, I've been lost in my days. I'm always lost in my fucking days. No, I was supposed to be on the 9 a.m. flight today. Um, that didn't happen. Yesterday, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to... Because I was going to leave Portland at, like, 2 a.m. to come make my flight. And I was like, I don't want to do that drive at night. And, like, I haven't been sleeping since I've been here. Like, I've had a few hours of sleep every night. I was like, I don't know what to do. And then after St. Helens yesterday, I'm like, I'm not fucking driving to Seattle. But I ended up booking a room here last night. And then I tried to change it. And I thought I changed it. But the hotel didn't answer a whole bunch of times. No, no one fucking answered me. I tried to change it. Anyways, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm staying here. So I stayed in Portland. And I drove this morning. And I get here. And she's like, yeah, we don't have you. And I was like, look at my reservation. It says for today. I tried to do it on, like, tried to change it online. She's like, No. She's like, you're going to get charged for yesterday, and we're going to charge Fuck you for off. today. She charged me 20 extra dollars to, char- to check Fuck in an hour early. Off. I'm like, bitch. What a bitch. Anyways, so here I am in Seattle in a hotel debating. <laughs> tomorrow's, the, tomorrow's Christmas Eve. Do I fly back to Canada on the flight that I'm booked on at 9 a.m. to go sit my ass at home and quarantine or my other option is I can fly to Mexico for a couple days. I have a friend in Mexico who I'd like to go hang out with. Um, not to say that it's going to be any kind of dick appointment, but not to say it's not going to be. Mm-hmm. I have zero expectations mm-hmm. when it comes to that. But he's someone that's always meant a lot to me. And we kind of left things on not so great terms. And I think that it would be really good to reconnect and spend Christmas together. So here's my op- here's my option. I am currently in Seattle. If I fly to Canada, if I fly to Vancouver on my 9 a.m. flight, I could stay at the airport and I could take a 5 p.m. flight to Mexico City. Ooh. I get to Mexico City at midnight. Mm-hmm. My friend is in La Ticla, which La is nowhere. a 12-hour drive from Mexico. You gonna rent a car? Fuck no, I'm not gonna rent a car. I don't want to drive to Mexico. I don't know shit. (laughs) I don't know shit about their road laws or anything. I don't want to do that. So So then my next option would be to either fly to Lima, which seems like they have some sort of restrictions in place when it comes to travel, which I don't know if I can do. I could fly to Guadalajara, or I could fly to uh, Puerto Vallarta. Mm -hmm. Yes. Or Manzillo, Manzanillo, or whatever the fuck it, it is. Manzanillo. But either, from no matter where I fly into, I still have to take a bus mm-hmm. for several hours mm-hmm. to get to where he is. I'm like, fuck sakes, man. Like, as, as much as I don't want to go home and would rather be in Mexico for Christmas, I don't know if it's worth it. And then it's like, flight, flying too. Like, can I fly into Canada for a layover? And then be able to leave or is my quarantine as soon as I fucking land oh that's such a good question mm-hmm. not only that but like things have escalated the last few days with the virus yeah and the world's shutting down on the 26th so you actually might want to come home bro yeah you're probably right because I've been sitting here looking at different ways. Literally, since I got to Seattle, all I've been doing is trying to plan a trip to Mexico. And I haven't mm-hmm. even gone back to Canada yet. Bro, <laughs> normally, you know what? On any normal circumstance, I'd say go to Mexico. But I do think it's smarter to come home right now. I appreciate you telling me that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. 
I'm a crazy ass bitch and I would fucking go to Mexico, but honestly, no, right now I wouldn't. Mm-mm. But you know, my province isn't locking down like yours is. Yeah, you're not gonna want to be away, dude, because the flights are gonna like simmer down and simmer down. You're not gonna have a way home. It's gonna get very expensive for you to come home. Yeah, okay. Well, thank you for that. I guess I'll. You're going somewhere where they don't have transportation options available all the time. And if they decide it's important that they want to shut down, you're going to be spending thousands of dollars to come back home. You're right. It's not intelligent. Mm -mm. And like, I I don't know. I really didn't want to like be bored on Christmas. Be like, it's going to fucking suck. I don't mind being alone. Don't get me wrong. Especially after being with people for the last few days. And like, even though I drove by myself, like I was still with people. I'm like, I'm ready to, like, today I'm in a hotel by myself, and I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm alone. <laughs> Come spend some and, time like, with me. You'll have time alone. I want to, but I will be honest. Like, I'm very content with even just what had happened in California. It was the, I want to say the best weekend. I also, like, just because I'm not one to, like, put a man's ego up. Like, I really don't like to do that. I've done it a couple times. You know what? No, I'm honest. Like, if a guy's good at what he does, I will fucking tell him Who's that what horn? he does. But if a guy doesn't know, like, doesn't know what he's doing, I'm not going to be like, yo, mm. you're fucking amazing. Right. But I will say, and I told my sister this, and she's like, you've told me this before, blah, blah, blah. But 10 out of 10, by far the best sex I've ever had <laughs> in my entire life over the weekend. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I feel like I've said that maybe four times in my life. Okay. So, let's where, talk about you now. Where do we begin? Uh, someone told me, <laughs> or I read somewhere, and I don't know whose quote this is, but here it is. The only difference between a dream and a goal is a timeline. So I need to plan out my life a little bit, which got me thinking I should live a rent-free February. And how are you going to do Some that? exciting things have happened in my life recently. And um, an all-inclusive vacation one week long at the end of January has popped up for me. So being the sneaky little mistress that I am. I'm going to run away for a week to Costa Rica. Oh, the trip you invited Absolutely. me Absolutely. You are more than welcome to come. The next part of that is, Ooh. as the rules stand now, we have this two-week quarantine. Correct. So this two-week quarantine passes. And I have two weeks vacation that begin. Within these two weeks of the quarantine that I should be having, I work two shifts at my primary job, a total of six hours, a total of six hours in hmm. two weeks, my friends. So I'm thinking I'd be quarantining for that, calling in sick. I have a secondary job, which I work Monday to Friday. I can call in sick for that too. It's a quarantine requirement if I leave the country. So I may as well stay down there as my vacation begins after that. <laughs> this little miss major is going back to the homelands of Nicaragua 
and she's spending yes! the entire month of February there. <laughs> so she's yes, one way oh to La Costa Rica to be spoiled by a lovely married man for one week, and then <laughs> taking off to meet all her nickas. Believe me, she's got dick appointments on arrival already. Oh, you love those Nicaraguan oh, we boys. Know, we, we know, we know. We know you've got My those appointments. My vacation continues right after Costa Rica in San Juan del Sur. And I am meeting up with one person who we've winked eyes at a long time for each other. And here we are, San Juan del Sur. Can I just say that San Juan del Sur is fucking I'm dope. so excited for this. Whether I stay for the entire month of February or not. I'm going to give up my apartment here and I'm going to move into the basement of a friend if she'll have me for very little rent as everything is packed. Or if a job comes through, I am rooting my entire time away on this vacation for work to pop up where you are, my dear. That would be the ideal. Yes. Wow. Life works out. It works if you work it. It Mm -hmm. definitely works if you work it. I feel that the universe totally conspired for my entire trip to happen the way that it did. And I could not be more grateful. I'm so happy you took that drive. That drive. Tell me what it did to your freaking soul. It just. I just have so much gratitude. Not only that, this is something else I kind of want to talk about because I realized at about halfway to Portland that I manifested this. I manifested it. I manifested the Canada trip too. So in July of last year, I had this really big dream that I wanted to drive across Canada. Like I just, I really wanted to do it. And I had a foreign boyfriend who had never seen Canada. So I was like, all the more reason to want to to travel my own country. Like, I definitely want to do that. And then as that happened, I kind of got into my head like, ooh, like a whole Pacific Coast drive would be great, Mm -hmm. but whatever. So in May of next year, we're flying to Vancouver. And as we land in Vancouver, we're like, yo, we love it here. We want to move here. And then a month after the trip shipped our entire lives across the country and we drove out here, which is exactly what I wanted to do. And I, I couldn't have, it couldn't have happened any better. The drive was perfect. The whole trip was perfect. Like everything about driving from Toronto to Vancouver was amazing. But when we were in Vancouver in May, I was like, I really want to drive down the coast. Now that I'm here, I really want like that. Then I just started focusing on, I want to drive down the coast. I really want to drive down the coast. And like, mind you, it was COVID this year. It was COVID and I drove fucking... I just drove, what, 4,000 kilometers, and I drove about 6,000 kilometers across Canada. I drove about 10,000 kilometers during COVID and got a good chunk of North America done. But I manifested that. And I remember sitting in Vancouver when we were visiting and looking at Andrea and my ex-boyfriend and being like, you know, I really want to cross the border and go over to California. I'm like, we could walk. It would be 16 (laughs) days. And Andrea laughed at me and she's like, you're, you're the only person I know that would be like, let's walk to fucking bro. There's a trail that you could take, but not even that. It was just in my head. I was like trying to find ways around COVID of how I could cross the border. And then little push comes to shove. My ex and I break up and I start talking to Mr. Callie 
And in September, when we were talking, I knew that I wanted to travel. I wanted to cross the border to go see him. Like it's been I'm like, I'm going to cross the border. I got really close with my mm-hmm. stepsister and I was like, I'm going to go see her in LA. Anyways, I just had all this figure. Like I just had wanted it so bad. And then all of a sudden it happened. And it's like, I fucking manifested it. I manifested it without any effort. And I think that I have an easier time manifesting things like that rather than things that I actually really, really want because I'm letting go of the outcome and I'm surrendering it. You're probably right. Can I tell you how much this trip cost? I know. And can I also tell you how much this trip cost me? 400 bucks. Not even. 300. Uh, probably about probably about 400. Nice. I'm, I'm talking American <laughs> dollars though, so probably a little bit more than that. So it cost me all of okay, you know how expensive it is for airport drop off yeah. fees, right? If you're or not airport rental car drop off fees. So if you're dropping it off in a different location, they charge you up to like eight. I've seen $800 for a drop off yeah, fee. Enough sometimes. So I found a car online. Is it a $50 drop off fee? LA uh-huh. pickup. LA pickup Seattle drop off you know what I paid $205 you want to know for the five days unlimited kilometers and the drop off be included yo when I got to the rental car place she's like she tried to she's like okay there'll be like 400 something dollars I'm like no no I found it online you know for this why price. and your car why? why I'm just oh never mind I, I thought of a brilliant idea but I don't know that it's right the Hawaii plated car needs to go to a port to get back to Hawaii. But so here's the thing. I had rented an SUV Uh at the beginning. And whenever I got there, first of all, the girl was like, how did Uh you get this price? I don't understand. And like, because I'm Mm -hmm. amazing. And then she gave me the car and I walk up to it and there's another woman at the car. And we're like, uh, this is my car. She's like, no, this is my car. We showed it. We both have the same car Mm -hmm. lot number. So we're like, uh, of course. Not only did I wait in line at the car rental place for an hour, but then they gave me the wrong right. fucking car. Good job. So anyways, I go back in. I go back in, and then he's like, okay, we'll give her the car. And he's like, you can go to, like, car- zone two. And he's like, and you can pick out any hmm. car that you want there. And, like, for the same price. And he's like, yeah. He's like, we have some cars from Japan what that are here. It's, like, on the opposite side. And, like, he's like, we've got all these cars. I'm like, yeah, well, like, I don't really know how to drive that. Like, I'm good. And, like, I just want something that's not going to cost me a lot on gas because the SUV would have been expensive. So I got a little Nissan Sentra with my little Aloha Aww, place. So fucking cute. Everyone's man. looking at me weird as fuck. Yo, when I got to Mount Shasta, <laughs> I was coming back to my car and this one guy beside me, he's like, I just need to ask. He's like, how did you get the car here? Exactly. Like, what is, what, what's going on? I'm like, it's a car rental. Here's a topic that I find rather interesting and relatable in this situation. Lust and traveling. Now, let me be the first one to say that I am not one to fall in love very easily. You can take a moment to laugh because I know what my track record looks like, but I think I fall more in love with the idea of love than the actual person themselves. But that's a topic for another day. You know what I am notorious for though? Falling in love when I'm traveling. And I say love, but we all know that I mean lust or infatuation. So let's begin with my theory of why I think I fall in love or lust so easily when I'm abroad. 1. The unhealthy, toxic pattern in me shows that I like what I cannot have 
and will jump on any chance I can to get the fuck out of Canada for the winter. Two, I'm a hopeless romantic at heart, and I'm also extremely cynical, so I'm my own worst enemy. And then three, I truly believe that when you're traveling, you are literally your best self. So it's easy to fall in love when you're traveling because you're already falling in love with so many things at once. You're falling in love with culture, you're falling in love with yourself, and you're falling in love with yourself for experiencing that culture and going on adventures and meeting new people. And when you're happy and you're your best self, you're more attractive to other people and vice versa. So two extremely happy people living their best lives The vibes are high, sparks are flying, and boom, you're stuck in a fucking relationship and don't get to experience the rest of your travels. Welcome to the life of Kimbo. This brings me to Thailand, a story that I will cover in a coming upcoming episode shortly, I promise. Thailand. They call it the land of smiles. I disagree. I say... It's the land of dicks. Because since my trip, the majority of my roster (laughs) has been people I've met in Thailand. So that country has brought me two relationships and several dick appointments. Mind you, I've been able to keep my emotions in check for the dick appointments because I've learned my lesson now more than once. So leave it to me to travel Southeast Asia by myself and be stuck in one place for months because of a dude I met on fucking Tinder. He's actually one of the coolest dudes though and he absolutely changed my life. But of course this happened one week into my travels. So not only did I get myself locked down for the time that I was in Thailand, but I fucking came home from the country with a whole other dude I had met at the end of my travels. And what I'm saying is, less can be a bitch, especially when you are traveling. It can also bring you some of your greatest memories and lessons. But back to Mystery Essential Dick Man. Well, obviously, I am infatuated. Was it him... Was it California, or was it the -the out-of-the-world sex, though? (laughs) Oh my god, help me. What's planned? What am I doing for the next week? What shenanigans are coming up? I'm locked in my house. What kind of shenanigans are you going to get up to? Oh, well, I mean, I'm on day four of quarantine, and I've gotten into a few shenanigans already myself. But, you know... I've got a few journeys lined up. Not any that I'm going to admit over this podcast, but let's just say it's not going to be a bad time. But unfortunately, not including any kind of sex. I am not getting dick down during this quarantine. No dad dicks. No dad dicks. Not this time. No, I don't have time for that. Honestly, I just I don't have time for dick. I mean, it's great. It's a good time, but I don't have time for it. And it's like, I will say, Vancouver needs to step up their fucking dating game because there is no options here. 
You live in a giant city. I live in the abandoned north. And you've got a bigger roster than I do. I fly to fuck my roster. (laughs) Yeah, same. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Here we are. Two broad bitches flying to fuck their rosters. International dick. Here's the best idea I have of late. International sugar babies. Let's do it. Why the fuck not? I don't know if I can do the sugar baby thing. I just, I don't know. I like, even like dudes with money, I've just never been like attracted to dudes with money or like, I have to be physically attracted to someone to sleep with them. And that comes at no price. I mean, if you're super hot and you want to set up some some sort of fucking arrangement, I'm down. But yes, get on that. I can't. I don't know if I can do it. J. Robbie J. Sounds. Do you want a wicked DJ for your upcoming event? My buddy J. Robbie J. is the dude for you. Josh is a DJ in the Cornwall, Ottawa area, and I can tell you from experience that his shows are never a dull moment. J. Robbie J. Sounds started off as a project for playing electronic music at house parties, and then he began to play gigs at bars in Cornwall, and now he has become La Maison Tavern's monthly EDM DJ. It's so much more than just dance and music for Joshy, though. His love and passion for all genres of music comes into play, and he also has DJed for several weddings. Once this pandemic is over, Josh will resume his gigs at La Maze, and he is scheduled for weddings throughout the 2021 season. This is a side hustle for Josh, so he's not in it for the money, but only for the love of dance and music. For more information, or if you want to book Josh on for your next event, you can find him on Facebook at J Robbie J Sounds. I love you, Joshy. P.S. Your dad is still really fucking hot. Let's talk about dad dicks. Big dad dicks. Ooh, it's the biggest dad dick you've ever seen. <laughs> Dad dicks. Yo, I have nothing bad to say about older men. Not a bad thing at all. They've got that life experience. They've used that They dick. put on them miles. They have. And they're easy to get along with. They're laid back. They have grown, they you know? They know how to use their wieners. That's the most important part. But I was trying to go a little bit more of not treating them as an object. <laughs> you think their dicks have feelings? No, they definitely don't. <laughs> they think with their other head. Yeah, that's true. Why oh, do all men do? All men do. <sighs> Just give me that dad dong. <laughs> How old is too old, though? Do you have an age limit? You know what's funny? So through seeking arrangements, I've been receiving these messages and a lot of the guys are just like, oh, so you like older men. And I'm like, why do you all assume I like older men? They're just like, oh, we're not assuming. We're just asking. It's like, I'm almost 30. Do you think I'm into geriatrics? Like, what do you mean older men? Jesus Christ, just because I'm not cradle robbing the 25-year-olds anymore doesn't necessarily mean him older men. I could date the man my age, his son, or his fucking dad. No! 
you're not wrong, but guys in their 20s, they're just babies. They're fun to fuck, but they're they're fun to fuck. They're fun. They're definitely fun. But to they're fuck. babies. They don't know how to fuck. No, no, they don't. Uh, I don't I've know. Had, I've had I've had very few young bucks who know how to fuck. I've had a few. I've definitely had a few. But I mean, the majority of men don't know how to fuck. No offense, <laughs> Word. No offense. Although there are a select handful that ten out of ten do recommend. And the older generations are definitely, like, more percentage, yes, would fuck again. Yeah. Yeah, I like good older dick. men, too. Fuck. See, good dad dick. And not only that, they're not selfish in bed. That's the problem with the younger kids is that, like, they only care about getting themselves off. They don't really care about the woman. They don't really realize how much work it takes to actually get a woman off. They're just there for their nut, and that's it. But seriously... I don't know. Older dudes are fucking good time. Love it. But I would say that I think I have a like, I, I, I would have said 50, but there's definitely a few 50 plus men that I've been like, oh, damn. But I haven't slept with them. I've never slept with anyone over 50. No. no. Ding, ding. Oh. <laughs> uh. How old do you go? How old do you go? I mean, I don't know. It depends how much money involved. This guy is joking. I'm joking. No, I'm really not. I'm not sure. I think it would depend on the connection. Like, if I'm if I'm swiping on Tinder and I see the 60 year old, I'm probably not going to swipe the right way. What right? I don't know how it works. I'm not going to swipe right. But if you're I looking meet at the, someone, Adrian, you're looking at the picture. You're looking at the. I don't know. I mean, I guess I, I always look at the bio too. I think that's really important. Some people, you can just tell by the three fucking words that they write in their bio. That, like this guy's not worth my time. And then some people say some shit. Like this one fucking guy on what was I on Hinge, <laughs> and in his in his um, bio it said something about astrology being baloney and how <laughs> something about mercury being in gatorade and i fucking <laughs> died i absolutely died and i was like you know what i don't even know what this guy looks like but i want to talk to him and there you go boom not that i ever met up with him or anything but <laughs> do you meet up with strangers that you meet on tinder you know i i have in the past when I've lived in Toronto, I've definitely gone on several Tinder dates. I had a, got a relationship out of Tinder, actually. One of the best relationships. Were you looking for a relationship? I mean, I'm a Libra. I'm a hopeless romantic. I guess I'm kind of always looking for a relationship, except for this time and point in my life right now where I'm totally oh, yeah, content. Oh, little bitch. I'm so content right now without a relationship. Like, Good. I have never been so happy alone. I've never been so productive mm-hmm. in my life. I'm... Thank I'm very content being alone. I'm the happiest I've ever been. And no, I don't need no fucking man right now. I like to have my roster, which isn't full of very many people at all right now. But I like to have options. You catch that? No, I didn't even hear what you said. Count me in. Oh. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, you're kind of technically part of the roster, I guess. Ow, ow! <laughs> you know how it I is. I made the cut. You know how it is. Yep, yep. Anton says... But, you know, I'm very content sending nudes. Yes, I much prefer this route. I don't just give up the coochie to anybody. Definitely friends of friends. Not strangers, ever. Well, you meet someone and you decide, you know? Yeah, no, I don't like to sleep with strangers. I don't fuck on the first date. I used to fuck on the first date. I don't fuck on the first date. I'm not down for that. I need to know that we're going to actually get along and that you have more interest in getting me off than yourself. And usually it's pretty easy to tell on the first date, but I like to give it a couple just to make sure. I say that, although my, my last dick appointment, that. I flew to LA to see someone I hadn't seen in years. And you wick wanked him off, did ya? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you saw. All right, everyone, once again, thank you for tuning in. And be sure to like and subscribe and to follow us on social media at Bongs and Brunch Podcast. If you're too comfortable, then you're not growing. You're not like pushing yourself forward towards anything. You have to go out of that comfort zone to learn, to adapt, and to grow. And the also thing about that is too, like if you're waiting in your comfort zone for a hand to take you out of your comfort zone, like you need a partner to do something with you, you could spend an entire lifetime waiting for that someone to do something with you. I always say when it comes to travel, if I always waited for someone to book off time to travel with me, I probably wouldn't have gone anywhere by now. Others may walk the path with you, but no one else is going to walk it for you. They'll walk it beside you, and that goes for so many things in life.